Welcome to Discoculia Headlines Weekly, a podcast where we share news, information, resources, tips and tricks about Discoculia. You can subscribe to this podcast via iTunes and then search for Discoculia Headlines. You can also find us on the web at discoculiaheadlines.com and then click on the podcast page. Neurodiversity at work, percentages mental math, details about special education, visual crowding effects in developmental dyscalculia, and Leo, good for all math. This is our podcast for week 11 of 2020. We welcome Dr. Schroeder, the founder of Dyscalculia Services, and she will help us review the links of this week. Welcome, Dr. Schroeder. Well, so happy to be back. Absolutely, absolutely. How How is everything going? Uh, well, so far, so good. Quarantined up. Uh, absolutely. Quarantine, stay inside, stay and inside. Uh, a lot of screen time, I can tell you. Absolutely. Well, let's dive in then and look at our links for the week. Uh, we uh, have the first one is neurodiversity at work. I think we've talked about this before. Absolutely. It's, it's one of our uh, yeah uh, main topics here. Um, and uh, this is a really uplifting story it's from the BBC, Bite Size. And that's already, a, that is a famous uh, uh, website from the BBC. And here they have several videos, you can uh, click on them, showing people who are neurodiverse and have found a great place to work and contribute, actually being part of the workforce. Mm -hmm. And they do jobs like uh, being a drama facilitator, this lady gives uh, lessons in uh, theater. Oh, uh, we have a master carpenter, okay. a dental nurse assistant and so on. Um, really a great article with real life examples that show how our neurodiverse segment of the population can thrive and actually what i didn't know uh in march we have the neurodiversity celebration week okay well yes <laughs> and it's still march so we're doing good here okay well uh that's a very uplifting uh story uh let's see about the second link it says percentages in mental math uh, what are we what are we looking at here well, uh, they have some um, interesting claim that you can learn this in 10 seconds. Um, <laughs> yeah, how to do um, mental math with percentages. It's, it's from the number dyslexia site. Like from the top of your head, calculate with percentages? Right, right. Okay. And, and they introduce a way to do percentages mentally. Now, they first let you memorize a few uh, benchmark, a few easy... Uh, percentages and what they stand for like 25% uh, is a quarter and 50% oh, okay. right. is a half sort of as anchors as, as anchors yeah and then they introduce a few strategies to solve other percentages in a creative way so for instance if you want to know what is 97% uh, that means that it's 100% minus 3% so then calculate 3% and subtract that Obviously, that is a super way to do it, um, and it's good number sense, but it is wishful thinking that we can teach that so quickly to our students with uh, dyscalculia, so we really need to go over this. They say 10 in, seconds. In, <laughs> yeah, I can't even read the whole thing in 10 seconds. Um, yeah, we need to allow more time, but the strategies they have here are, are certainly uh, worth um, worth trying with our students. Right. 
Okay, well, that's good. Uh, at least it's a methodology, and uh, if it's not 10 seconds, at least it's a, it's a good approach uh, mm-hmm. to help them uh, do something. Actually, for anybody yeah. also, right, those right. who do not have right. dyscalculia. Okay, so uh, our next link is uh, says details about special education. Uh, so what kind of details uh, do we find here? Yeah, it's uh, a post from uh, brightclassroomideas.com. And they give a good overview of the legislation uh, related to learning disabilities. So they have uh, divided their post into uh, four main sections. Uh, First, uh, Education for All Handicapped Children Act, 1975. Then, uh, watch it, important right now, the Individuals with Disabilities Education Act, the IDEA for 2004. Mm -hmm. Then uh, they also mention the types of disabilities that is, uh, are covered in the uh, IDEA. So autism spectrum disorders, deaf, blind, hearing impairments, uh, but also developmental, emotional and uh, intellectual issues. And then the uh, combination of those, uh, traumatic brain injury is one. Uh, orthopedic issues if you if it um, affects your mobility and then obviously the uh, special learning uh, disabilities uh, are mentioned there so um, So it's a good overview it's a good overview uh, a lot of detailed information um, and and I would say if you if you need a, a quick introduction here then this is a this point, is a good uh, uh, good link parents who are first confronted with it uh, they can go here and obviously and, and what what i forgot the, to mention the fourth um big section is about uh, the ieps the individualized education programs oh, okay. and uh, that can be um, it's a challenge that can be a challenge for parents uh long meetings a lot of lingo so familiarize familiarize yourself with that before yeah. you go to such a yeah. meeting. Yeah. Our next link says visual crowding affects in developmental dyscalculia. Now I mean, what is visual crowding? Uh? Well, visual crowding uh, means that you ha- struggle to identify objects that you otherwise uh, are very well able to recognize but when they are surrounded by um, other items. So, and uh, they uh, have... uh, I have that problem with that book, uh, Where's Wally? Oh yeah, exactly, (laughs) exactly. That is, that is definitely, that's definitely an example for that. This is uh, um, a post from uh, BioRxIV and they have a lot of reprints uh, for uh, biology, and this is from a Cold Spring Harbor Laboratory. Mm-hmm. So those people really struggle to um, uh, pick out a specific uh, picture when there are too many other things around it. Okay. And to separate. Uh, things it can be a specific picture but it can also be an orientation of a picture okay so um they show have shown in this research that uh the more visual crowding was present in a certain person and they uh did this research with adults 
that were tested, by the way, on all kind of other right. um, psychological um, right. abilities. Um, if these um, visual crowding was more present, then also these uh, individuals, these adults, had more uh, severe problems in math. And so you can say this is a type of a, a dose-response uh, correlation. And this effect um, was even found after controlling for visual attention. Because you can say, oh yeah, they just didn't pay attention visually. No, right. that was not that. Huh. And for reading uh, skills was also controlled for that. And then you still could see that people who suffered from the visual crowding more also had more problems with uh, math. And this basically suggests that the excessive crowding effect may be one of the characteristics of developmental dyscalculia. Now, this was early research, um, a pre-publication. I don't right. think it has been peer-reviewed yet, um, but it's certainly interesting, and I, I'm, I know that we will hear more about this. Yeah. From my own... Um, experience with students with dyscalculia, um, I really see that they, uh, this is obviously anecdotal, small right. numbers, maybe a few hundred, that they definitely yeah. get disoriented yes. when there's too much on a page. Yes, yeah, so we try to limit the number of questions on the page, Absolutely. Like five and instead of 30. And, and yeah. uh, cover the yeah. uh, question you're not working on with a white sheet of right. paper, um, make sure that students have enough place to write out their answer instead of having to find a place and kind of um, weave their uh, thinking all over <laughs> where they can just right. find a little spot to write it. Okay, so. well, so it's early. Uh, we'll see how, uh, how this stands up uh, when the peer reviewers uh, have looked at it. Um, that brings us to the last link for this week. It's a funny link. It's Lego. Lego, good for all math. Now, Okay, of all the things in the world, who would have thought that my old pile of Lego would come to good use? Well, if you look in my study and you open a few doors, then you see that a lot of little boxes are there that contain um, selected uh, Lego pieces that are used for all kind of different uh, calculation. Okay. And since everybody has, of everybody, most people have uh, some Legos lying around and we now need to work with what we have because you're not allowed to go outside. Whatever Legos you have, um, use it to help your students and your, your little ones to um, to do math with it, this is a, a really interesting post and they have listed, um, I think, 10 or 12 different things you can do with your Legos. Um, the site is, uh, we are teachers and yeah, you can clearly see that. Uh, various ways to use those Legos and um, to show basic math concepts, really creative. And also, uh, the kids enjoy it. So I, I particularly like uh, the multiplication arrays, as they are very helpful to show that you can partition numbers, uh, as in the box method, and have uh, two smaller um, multiplication arrows right. embedded in one larger one. Um, also, the multiplication bricks um, 
fact practice is very uh, useful. And then uh, the fractions, you can use uh, larger and smaller pieces and show uh, how you can divide a certain total into smaller pieces and you can even um, show equivalent fractions with those Lego pieces. So the very versatile. Absolutely. I'm not sure if Mr. or Mrs. Lego had ever thought that uh, their toys. Uh, well, there is there's obviously a whole section Lego education, uh, so they do know that you can you okay. can do more with it. Well, thank you for all the explanations, uh, Dr. Sarda. Dr. Sarda is the founder of DiscoKuliaServices.com and she has an online course for people to become a DiscoKulia tutor. Now, um, as we're all holed up in our houses, this might be a great period to uh, embark on an online education in uh, DiscoKulia. And you can find all the details about that at DiscoKuliaTutor.org. Discoculia Headlines Weekly is a production from discoculiaheadlines.com. You can find us on the web at discoculiaheadlines.com and we are on Twitter at discoculiahead. You can also find us on Facebook, we have a board on Pinterest and on Flipboard. Search for Discoculia Headlines or follow the links on our webpage. You can send your questions, comments and contributions to communications at discoculiaheadlines.com and we may even discuss it in one of our upcoming podcasts. We hope this was useful for you and until next week, you can count on us.